welcome to the podcast and the church said this podcast discusses faith mental health church and culture from a christian counseling perspective i am dr monique smith gadson and i am your host for this podcast consider me your church counselor and consultant who is discipling the body and the members in mental emotional relational and spiritual health i am trained in both psychology and theology we are equipped and equipping for the work of the ministry although i am a licensed clinician this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy we strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist this applies also to our special guests who have opinions and professional insights and expertise of their own. Their contribution is also not to be regarded as therapy. Our aim here is to hold conversation around these important topics regarding the church and mental health. So thank you for joining us for this episode. Hello everyone. I'm so glad to have you join us on today. So I am Again, grateful to all of you who have celebrated with us for our two years. And today makes that 100th episode that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Um, I guess the Lord said so. So um, today, today's episode is the 100th episode that we have published on a Sunday. Now, overall, again, the podcast has published more than 100, but on these Sunday episodes, um, this is the 100th one. So I thought it was worth mentioning and celebrating and applauding. And I'm excited about it because as I have told you all so many times before, I've tried to stop and even asked the Lord, is it time for me to stop? So yeah, the very fact that I have persevered um, by the grace of God, I applaud. I really, really do. So I'm so grateful again for all of your support that you all have given me um, throughout the two years. And again, up to this 100th episode, I'm grateful. I really, really am so very grateful. So thank y'all for continuing to support the podcast and please continue to do so and share it with others who might find this content beneficial. All right. That is the way that, you know, we keep rocking and rolling. Um, it's a sea of podcasts out there. And um, even as I continue to seek the Lord on how to even approach podcasting, as I've said beforehand, it is an act of obedience. But um, there are other questions I have, like, you know, do I do extra things? Um do I need to um, seek out certain marketing techniques? You know, I, I am I am inquiring of those things before the Lord, um, wanting to do what He's asked me to do in excellence. So I, I'm, I'm obedient, but I also don't want to be obedient and just you know just doing the bare minimum. So um, pray with me on that, if you will. And also, um, yeah, continue to support us because it's important again, for us to have those ratings that I ask you guys to go and do and to write those reviews because it, it really does make a difference in the world of podcasting for us. And I think that this will help me in terms, um, of just really determining the path that I need to take as a podcaster. So, I appreciate your efforts in doing that. 
I wasn't even really thinking about all of that. And it has just kind of come up into the surface. So <laughs> there's a reason I'm saying that. And I guess I can kind of tie it into part of our conversation on today, because today on this 100th episode, I will be talking about being conscious of self. Um, yeah, this, this, this concept of being conscious of self. And I guess in the moment, I'm being very conscious of myself. Um, as I so often try to submit myself to that process and I submit my submit myself to that process as a podcaster, um, again, acquiring of the Lord, is there more that I am to do than just to kind of push record, you know, um, record the content and the things that I'm studying and the script that I put together and just launching it. Is there more that I'm supposed to do? So I try to submit myself to that process of being conscious of, of, of myself and, and how it is that I'm relating to others. And more importantly, how is it that I'm relating to the Lord, even in this endeavor? So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Consciousness of self. Yeah. So I'm still thinking around this concept of church, the community for healing, uniting, restoring in Christian hope. And I'm still thinking about and imagining what might it look like as the beloved community, especially one that is very conscious of emotional and mental well-being of its members. So this is just the one thought I wanted to offer up today. It's going to be kind of short in terms of explanation, but the depths to which this work needs to go is unmeasurable. Um, as I said, this is it rightfully should be an ongoing process. This concept of consciousness of self is an ongoing process. And the book that I mentioned to you all a couple of weeks ago that was authored, that is authored by Comibs and Wagner and Associates. The book is called Leadership for a Better World. And I've mentioned to you all that I've used this book as I have taught leadership development in human services um, seminar classes. I appreciate the model as I explained a couple of weeks ago, because as a systemic thinker and a systemically trained therapist, I appreciate that model and how it focuses again on how the individuals impact communities. And again, I think about that intrapersonal relationship and how the intrapersonal relationship influences our interpersonal relationships. There's just no way around that. It's just no way around it. Um, so I, um, reiterate what I said a couple of weeks ago, that they conceptualize leadership um, as a process, as opposed to a position, which I love and I support, because again, I think of as, I think of every individual as a leader, because again, we must first lead ourselves, okay, ourselves, in order to lead others in effective and healthy ways. So with that little review being done, I am going to define consciousness of self as Comives and the other authors do in that book. 
Consciousness of self includes awareness of your personality traits, values, and strengths, as well as your abilities to be a self-observer who is mindful of your own actions, feelings, and beliefs. This depth of self-awareness includes the understanding of the influence of other people and environmental conditions in shaping your identity. Now, they further state that having consciousness of self is an ongoing endeavor. People do not achieve a state of self-awareness, rather they achieve a way of life that continually informs how they see themselves. There is no end point at which one can say, I've done it, I know myself. Leaders with consciousness of self are observant and reflective and continually developing that awareness. Continually. It's a process and it should be ongoing. Well, I bring this concept up today because again, we're talking about this community called church. And two weeks ago, I talked about that value of citizenship that they defined, reminding us that communities are made up of individuals or citizens to use their language. And remember that we have to keep in mind that there is an interdependence between us, among us, as individuals. And I said before, we cannot lead others until we figure how to lead ourselves. So one other concept I want to point out to you that I'm going to leave with you on today, this 100th episode, Sunday episode. Researchers over time have studied why one program, one leadership program this is, is more effective than another, what has been identified is if the learner is ready. Individuals, leaders of ourselves, first and foremost, and then of others, remember, we must possess a motivation to develop and an ability to learn. Now, let me say that again. So, Leaders must be motivated to learn how to develop as leaders and also must be self-aware, including including the ability to examine one's own thinking. Last week, I spoke with apologist Lisa Fields and we discussed Um, I was sharing with her that we can offer like, you know, all of the seminars in emotional intelligence um, among leaders, especially church leaders. And if a church leader is not open or motivated, they can sit in the training and they can hear all of the information and they can leave and never apply it to themselves. It's like literally the water just kind of rolls off of their backs. So if we're going to imagine church, this community for healing, uniting, restoring, and Christian hope, 
We have to look at ourselves first. What do we bring to the community? Are we willing to engage in this ongoing work of self-awareness? Are we willing to delve into the various factors that shape our identities? Are we suppressing and ignoring and denying our experiences and how they have impacted us? Remember that definition included understanding the influence of other people and the environmental conditions that shape our identity. Yeah, so if we are suppressing or ignoring or denying those experiences, how is that impacting us? Because if we are not willing to be connected with and acknowledging of our feelings and our thoughts, then we more than likely will fail in being able to grace others as they express their thoughts and their feelings. We won't be able to hold space or support them or be empathetic. That same passage that I referenced a couple of weeks ago, 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 7, where I was talking about there the different gifts. You know, um, verse four, let's see if I can read it real quick here. Is my Bible turned to it? Um, First Corinthians 12, verse four. Now there are different gifts, but the same spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are different activities, but the same God produces each gift in each person. Okay, so if we as an individual, thinking about this passage, and like I said, I always think about this passage when I'm thinking about church, when I'm thinking about imagining church, 1 Corinthians 12 just usually comes to mind for me, okay? Um, But if we're talking about these differences that is given to each person from the same God, we have to be conscious of ourselves enough to be able to appreciate these differences and having to presume that, you know, the Lord intentionally created everyone differently with differences, including these gifts and these um, ministries and these activities. Yeah. Different individuals, same guy. But if we do not engage in this process of being conscious of self, we might not appreciate others and their differences. Different individuals, same guy. So if we don't process, if we are not continually submitting ourselves to this process of being conscious of ourselves, of the self-awareness, then we are going to be as a bull in a china shop. We are going to wreak havoc for those 
around us. And so I think that because, you know, um, we're not going to be perfect. We all are going to have things, you know, we're going to accidentally step on people's toes, like literally. Um, there are going to be times when we might hurt a person's feelings. We may come across as a little short, not that it's from a deliberate, deliberate intention, but, you know, just it happens. It's going to happen, right? But if we are not conscious of ourselves, if we're not able to say, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I probably sounded this way. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize, you know, I stepped on your foot. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention to where I was going instead of saying, well, why you got your foot in the way, projecting, right? We don't assume responsibility for ourselves. If we don't continually keep ourselves in check and self-examine ourselves, we're going to wreak havoc. And so I think that we need to consider how do we, the church, facilitate this process of helping others to be conscious of themselves? How do we help them to surrender to this process? How might we need to consider this as a quality among our leaders? How might we protect others from those who choose not to undergo this process? Because of course, we got to start with self. And we have to ask ourselves, how often do we engage in this process of self-awareness? What format of self-reflection do we utilize? What are our values? How have we been formed? What experiences in our lives have influenced us? Because to the degree that we will be conscious of ourselves, is the same degree of how we will be conscious of others. We won't appreciate and value others and their differences if we don't examine ourselves first that ask the question, what is, what is it that is in us that keeps us from appreciating the differences among us, the differences in people? the differences in gifts, the differences in ministries. How do we heal and unite and restore if we injure, divide, and tear down? Yeah. I think these are the questions that we have to ask ourselves as we are beginning to imagine this community, this church. I'm not saying I have the answers. I'm saying I am willingly going through this process to determine what can we do? How do we need to better prepare individuals that engage in this community? How do we need to better prepare leaders of this community called church? 
especially if leaders are not willing to go through this process of being um, self-aware? Should we think about this being a disqualifier? They're not willing to do that work, to check those influences on them. We can just about assume that there's going to be some harm that will be inflicted upon those that they are trying to lead. So on this 100th episode, Sunday episode, um, I'm just leaving us with this thought of consciousness of self. How is it that we need to continually submit ourselves to this process to understand the influence of other people and the environmental conditions on our identity and how it has been shaped? Beloved community, the church, the community that is healing, uniting, restoring in Christian hope. The hope of God is found in the word of God. And in the word of God in 1 Corinthians 12, it talks about the same God has given each person this different gift. This goes back to the master plan of how God has created all of us uniquely, fearfully, in marvelous ways. We can't appreciate those differences in one another. How is it that we are going to be about the business of healing and uniting and restoring in this Christian home? So, until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. After you have heard my call, simply be more conscious of self, what will be your response? And the church said.